Hello and welcome to X-Vlog episode number 10. I am Mr. Boomstick and this is Double Barrel Gaming and it's the best place for all of your Xbox news, reviews, and opinions. And on today's new video, we're going to be pulling a page right out of the MCU and asking the question, what if? Now, if you've been keeping your ears to the floor regarding gaming rumors, in 2022, it's supposed to be a huge year for Microsoft in the acquisition game. And the eight studios that I'm going to be talking about today are extremely primed to be added to the already stacked deck known as Xbox Game Studio, which is currently sitting at 23 developers. Now, to make my points... I'm going to be discussing each one of these studios by breaking down what they have released last and how they could help XGS deliver a steady stream of AAA content to Xbox Game Pass, which is a metric that is becoming increasingly more important when considering how far ahead Microsoft is currently to both Sony and Nintendo. Now, the first three studios in my opinion, either have already been signed quietly or those deals are being brokered as we speak. And the first one is Avalanche Studios. Now, their last title was Just Cause 4, and it was excellent. If you like a big action movie come to life on your screen, then Just Cause, that series is for you. Um, the story is wacky but the gameplay is incredible and this team knows how to tell an open world story with it that has a ridiculous amount of action added to the backdrop of it well they are currently and exclusively working with microsoft on a new ip called contraband and they i at least i believe they could deliver in a big way on a new ip that is single player from what we understand. Now, the second studio is a big one. And I'm talking about IO Interactive. Now, their last game was the award-winning Hitman 3 in 2021. And that game has made the rounds in many circles as some gamers game of the year. They're currently, and again, exclusively working with Microsoft on a new IP and franchise called Project Dragon, which is described as Destiny meets World of Warcraft, according to friend of this program, Jez Corden of Windows Central. Now, the last one, and I think that this is a bit of a no-brainer, at least in my opinion, is Crystal Dynamics. Now, their last game was Marvel's The Avengers, which Square Enix themselves considered to be a flop and publicly threw this team under the bus, saying they were unequipped to deliver a title so big. And look, whether you hated Avengers, 
you lukewarm liked Avengers, there was some some goodness there. The single player aspect was very good. The story was excellent. The graphics were fantastic. But the problem was the botched loot system. And I think the other side of the coin that ruined this game was the outfits. They looked horrible. They seemed like they were designed on a whim. And clearly, Square Enix wanted this game to become a giant cash grab. Now, when it was first announced, personally, as an MCU fan, and someone that has been reading comic books since I was a kid, would have loved some classic Captain America outfits that were really, really good. Some classic Iron Man, some classic Thor, and you had some of those. But most of the paid DLC was egregious and looked sloppy. But that's not the game that I remember this team for. That, you know, uh, that Daryl Gallagher, who obviously is uh, the head of the initiative, has a, a significant amount of connection to. I remember this team delivering Rise of the Tomb Raider when they teamed up with Microsoft. Now, you see that running in the background here today. It is by far one of the top games, the top showpieces for your Xbox Series X. But back then, when it released, was a showpiece for the Xbox One X. And I still think that that team has what it takes to deliver a story-driven single-player masterpiece. And they, if backed by Microsoft, could either work on an existing IP or potentially bring a new IP to the conversation. And I would love to see them deliver that. But here are the other five studios that I think have a really, really good chance of coming to Xbox First Party in the form of an acquisition. The first one is Eidos Montreal. Now, this is another studio that Square Enix owns and is considered a part of the Western division that that company does not really have a lot of faith in. And they just delivered one of 2021's best single-player games in Guardians of the Galaxy. Folks, I'm telling you this. If you trust me as a content creator, if you trust me as a fellow gamer, I beg you to go out and buy this game, rent it, or borrow it from a friend, and you will agree with my statements only an hour into it. The writing in this game is James Gunn level good. The action is fantastic. The graphics are not to be believed. And if Avengers left a sour taste in your mouth, this is the palate cleanser. It is phenomenal. And I believe you could pick it up right now for 30 bucks. It'd be the best 30 bucks you spent. And I guarantee you it's not going to fall after playing it for an hour into your backlog. You're going to want to see this through because the backstories on the characters are incredible. And if that team became Xbox first party and they could deliver 
the same kind of experience on a new IP, wow, they would be great for Xbox Game Studios. Now, this is another one that I'm very interested in potentially becoming first party. And that is Techland, the fantastic studio mostly known for the Dying Light franchise, which, when it came out, won numerous awards and has a sequel releasing this year. Now, this parkour zombie romp dazzled fans when it released and will continue to dazzle new fans when it comes out this year. But what's interesting with this particular studio is the rumor that's been floating around since last year is that Microsoft injected a significant amount of cash to help this small team finish this game, which has been delayed numerous times. Now, if that in fact is true, there are two outcomes that are possible. One, it should by all rights release into Xbox Game Pass day and date of its release, not exclusively, but day and date of its release worldwide. And if they took that sum of money from Microsoft, it tells me that there is a relationship there. And we did hear last year that Microsoft was shopping around in Poland for a few developers. Well, it just so happens to be that Techland is a Polish developer. I'm just saying one plus one equals two, at least in my mathematics, and I'm, you know, not a boob. But let me bring up this uh, little tidbit. In February of last year, it was making the rounds in the rumor mill that Microsoft was poised to acquire Techland. Now, they immediately shot down that rumor, and it has been quiet ever since. But like they say, where there's smoke, I'm just saying. Um, now, this is where the list gets a little out of control, and I get very excited as an Xbox-centric gamer. Last year, and and, and I, I, if you if you're a fan of primetime gaming and you've seen my work, and you've listened to the Xbox Factor podcast, which is another program that I'm a host of. I was very fortunate to come across a document that was presented to me that was making the rounds on the interwebs. And in this document, it clearly stated, and I saw with my own eyes, that Rocksteady Games, TT Games, and NetherRealm Studios were left out of the discovery deal with AT&T and were being set up to be sold separately. Now, let's talk Rocksteady Games for a hot second. What can we say? Their pedigree is flawless. They have released three highly reviewed and revered Batman titles. And they have a new game releasing this year called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. And if they were added to Xbox Game Studios, my God, the talented team over there could deliver the hashtag just one that we all 
have been asking for. Now, whether that is a superhero IP, whether that is a current Microsoft uh, owned IP, or that is something that they have been secretly working on that they want to do. And that's one of the things that's super important to this conversation. Any studio that is going to get acquired by Microsoft knows that when you join Microsoft, you are given comblage to do whatever that studio is passionate about, right? We hear that all the time. And when you have that kind of freedom, that team is going to love what they're doing. And when a team loves what they're doing, they deliver in a big way. And I think that Rocksteady Games could, in fact, be that team that delivers. But I want to talk about TT Games for a second. Now, if you love Lego, then you know who TT Games are. They delivered some of the biggest and best-selling games of any generation and they have worked on some monster IPs. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Marvel, Star Wars. And they have a new Star Wars one releasing this year. Now, you've heard me talk about this on, on the Xbox Factor podcast numerous times. One of the things missing from the portfolio of Xbox Game Pass is that family-friendly kid-friendly type of title and i think that they could deliver now would it be lego probably not but what if they were tasked to deliver a new banjo and kazooie oh man that's my favorite subject i know you're getting bored of it but i'm still going to beat that drum i think they could do it or they could come up with their own new ip but they know how to make the kid-friendly games and that's missing from the portfolio. Now, this is my favorite of the eight studios. And it is one that I think would be the biggest story of the entire year. And that is the makers of Mortal Kombat, NetherRealm Studios, joining Microsoft as a first-party developer and bringing over the Mortal Kombat license and IP. Now, I have some quotes from Ed Boon himself regarding Killer Instinct. And he has been throwing out the smoke signals for years that goes all the way back to 2015. And here are those quotes. This is the first one. From Twitter, his official Twitter account, he says this. Killer Instinct versus Mortal Kombat, I think would be the perfect crossover. Perhaps, but Killer Instinct is great, but also plays extremely different than Mortal Kombat. Now, here's one from 2016. And why this one is super important is because Phil, Dominus, Maximus, Aurelius Spencer answered him right after the first tweet and he writes this i loves me some ki but a crossover would have to be an xbox exclusive with phil spencer responding almost instantaneously simply saying i love this idea now in the same year in july of that year 
Ed Boon was at San Diego Comic-Con and simply tweeted a picture of cosplayers dressed as Scorpion from Mortal Kombat versus the Japanese ghost from Killer Instinct known as Hasako. I mean, the writing is on the wall. But let's bring in another tweet from Ed Boon from 2019. And he says this, and this is a really good one. This gets me goosebumps. You can't see because I got my Xbox sweatshirt on, but this is a good one. He simply says, wondering if Xbox players would want Killer Instinct's Thunder in Mortal Kombat 11 through a skin for Nightwolf. Uh, yeah. I mean, how come that didn't happen? I don't know. One of the characters I think is an almost should have been in there as Xbox exclusive DLC would have been Jago. I mean, how perfect of a character is Jago in the Mortal Kombat universe? I, I really think anyone from Killer Instinct could be in there. But look, this would be my dream come true because. I want a new Killer Instinct. Now, thanks to our friends over at Xbox Era, both John and Nick, uh, a couple of months ago, had Maximilian Dude on. And you know him from uh, from uh, YouTube. The guy's channel is a monster. I think he has over a million subs. He's like the fighting game guru. I'd love to get uh, him on the show to interview him. He, he seems like an awesome dude. Well, the three of them are talking about Killer Instinct specifically. Um, and, uh, obviously Maximilian was responsible for the, uh, hashtag bring back KI, uh, that's still going on Twitter. Um, and we do know from, um, hearing rumors from special Nick Hint's particular source that KI2 or killer instinct 2 is wor being worked on as we speak. We just don't know who the studio is. Now, just based on the tweets, it's obvious that Ed Boon wants to work with Microsoft on a new Killer Instinct. Now, I would absolutely love that. But Special Nick kind of broke my heart a little bit when he says he doesn't think, or at least his source doesn't think it's NetherRealm Studios. But I beg to differ. What if it was? And what if... These studios join the already 23 studios at XGS. Well, that would make 31 if all eight were delivered this year and potentially into next year. And it would really set Xbox, Microsoft, and its millions of fans on a path for success that has never been seen before. I mean, I think what they have already in the pipeline is amazing. But if you add these eight studios, it would be just unbelievable. Well, that's going to do it for X-Vlog episode number 10. I'm very interested to hear your thoughts and opinions on who Microsoft should add to Xbox Game Studios in 2022. If you enjoyed today's video, I would ask that you hit the like button. It helps more than you know. If you are new to the channel, I would simply ask that you consider subscribing. And if you enjoyed today's video, help this channel cross 
10,000 subs, folks. We are under 700 away, and you could help me cross that 10K milestone. And one last favor. Please consider sharing this on social media. Tell your friends about Double Barrel Gaming. And, of course, I will see you in the next video. Thank <laughs> you.